can't believe I wasn't recording. I thought I was recording that. Uh, I'm good to go any time you want. Cool. You all sorted, Lucy? Recording. There we go. Excellent. Cool. Excellent. I'm going to start adding reverb to you when you say welcome to Tank Up, Tanked Up. What, like, welcome to Tanked Up? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You know, yeah, like, like, not, like you're not. singing in the shower, like like a good, uh, good solid, okay. like we're in a hall, like welcome to tank top. Nice, good in a, yeah. in a grand sports theater or something yeah, like that. Exactly. at the podcast all about video games and craft beer i'm one of your hosts ben Nolan. joining me once again is adul kurdji hello hello sir hello and returning and hopefully feeling better it's miss lucy Ewart. hello sorry i missed last week but i had the flu just getting over it now so that's why i sound like crap <laughs> it's fair enough it happens to all of us, but most of us just drink through it. Yeah. That's true. I didn't try that this time. That's probably why it's taken so long. <laughs> That's it. That's why it's lingering so much. <laughs> nice, nice. During this episode, we've got lots of things to talk about. We're going to catch up with Lucy on all of her... I mean, all of her E3 comments, because we'll be here all night. Uh, <laughs> but we're, we're, we're going to have a little chat about E3. We're also going to have a chat about subscription services, both gaming and beer box subscriptions. And because of that, we've decided to have beers from a beer box subscription this week. Uh, Adol, why don't you let us know the first beer you're drinking? Uh, I'm going to have, uh, shocking to, to, to viewers, um, I'm going to have the McKellar um, Henry Yager... American Pale Ale, American Style Pale Ale. It's two point two percent, which mm. is an odd thing for something described as American style. I think. Well, yeah. I guess it could be like Coors Light American Style. Light, yeah, yeah, very much. But I don't remember the last time I had a beer under like four percent, really. So this will be interesting. No, it's a, it's a huge wave of beers which are, you know, double IPAs or at least mm. over six percent at the moment. Yeah, those under four percent just pour them down the drain. It's no point. <laughs> well, we'll find out. It's got a lovely hoppy aroma right right off of just cracking the uh, the bottle. Nice, you pour, Lucy. What are you going to be? Uh, what are you going to be drinking this week? I also still have some of my Michela left. In fact, this is the last one, and it's just the Michela Milk Stout, which is mm. a milk stout. Oh, and it's six uh, percent. <laughs> I could always pour that now too because that's that's my second of, of three. Go beers. for it, go for um, it. Or in fact, because I'm only having one. Oh, you could you could because I can't taste anything anyway. I shall save mine <laughs> Fair for enough. when a deal is open. Uh, nice, good idea. Put that to good the idea. side for now. At least if you can't taste anything, a stout is a is a good beer. To yeah, go yeah. For. I thought of, that's the one. I do have a secret non McKellar subscription beer that I will reveal later. Ooh, Adil can nice. be my sniffer dog for this. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Um, I think uh, well, I've got two beers, um, both from uh, the Beer Fifty Two subscription that I received this month. I think the first one I'm going to drink is the Fierce Cross Beer Fifty Two collaboration Pink Grapefruit uh, Pale Ale, five percent. Oh, they do nice beers, Fierce. I've never, never had, had a bad one from beer Fierce. Thing. Nice. That's good to what, know. What sure. animal is on this bottle? Um, ooh, it's a, a hop with kind of like a pumpkin Halloween face. Oh, okay. You are totally not. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, their, yeah. that's their logo. Oh, okay. Do you just a logo have some nice. kind of um, animal on it? Okay. Fierce <laughs> animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adol, how's that beer tasting? Um, you definitely can't taste the alcohol. It's... um. It is quite light. Um, it's very effervescent. There's a lot of bubbles going on. You get that light, hoppy bitterness, but not a lot mm. else. It leaves, I would say, a pretty wet mouthfeel. 
like it's got a bitterness to it, but like overall, you're not like your mouth isn't feeling dried out. It's um, yeah. it's murky as all hell. Um, well, it's like mm-hmm. a like an organic honey. Like it's it's just it's it's quite light colored, but it's there. You just can't see through it. Um, other than that, mm-hmm. I hate to say it. Well, I'm gonna go along the Lucy track and say there's not a lot else going on except for that light um, hoppy taste. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, you kind like, of expect that from a, a lower percentage beer, I guess. Though. Yeah, I mean, the, I can't like. There's no fruit that really jumps out. It just sort of it does taste kind of like a generic pale ale. Um, but if you mm. wanted to go through twelve beers and not feel like you went through twelve beers, I suppose is a good place to start. There, fair enough. Yeah, nope. sure. Or if you drive and just want one, two point eight percent. Yeah, point two percent. Yeah, that oh, must, especially okay. in a 330 ml bottle, that must be a small amount of arbitrary units that the government have decided to just stamp. I think I think <laughs> you legally can have seven and cycle home. <laughs> wow. Nice. nice. Wow. No restrictions, yeah. I don't believe, on cycling. Um, so uh, the Fierce and Beer 52 actually has a little bit of flavour text. I know McKellar don't put yeah. any flavour text on their bottles, do they? Um, but... The Fierce Beer 52 collaboration. What happens when you take an outstanding and heavily dry hopped pale ale and combine it with the fresh flavour of natural grapefruit? This beer, an easy drinking, light and refreshing beer with a zesty citrus kick. At Fierce, we love a beer subscription box concept. Packaging up some world-class beers in a regular affordable box is a great way to try new things. This beer is the result of a collab with the amazing guys at UK's most popular craft beer club, Beer 52. Um, oh, so it's a special for Beer 52. Yes, yes. Cool. It tastes like grapefruit. doesn't... And, until right at the end, where there's slight hoppy bitterness, very light, it just doesn't taste like beer. It's almost like you're... It just, oh. It's kind of almost like, like a grapefruit-flavoured soft drink. Little really? Fizzy, yeah. little carbonated. Mm, mm. That's what I've noticed about a lot of their beers. Like, I think one of them, it just tasted like a ginger beer. It didn't taste like beer beer at all. It just tasted like drinking well, old Jamaica style. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'd kind What's of compare ABB it. Again, it's sorry? almost five uh, percent. Okay. More than it's twice. Almost as if Lucasade, yeah, <laughs> it's almost as if Lucasade mm. make a, made a grapefruit flavour. It's kind, of, it, it's it's that it's that yeah. carbonated sort of energy. Drink kind of. I'm really just gonna have to do it to stumble down to a convenience store and and um and finally buy a bottle of that so I get the cultural references about what about Lucas Aid because I still never had it. You never had a Lucas Aid? No. Well, okay. There's two types: there's fizzy and flat. Oh, there's, really? There's, there's, there's you'll have to you'll have to explore tomorrow. Oh God! Yeah. Uh, tune in next week where we have the mini series. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I don't even know what it would be. I was going to say looped up, but that just sounds too much like lubed up. Um, <laughs> a little too much. That's a different show. That's the one we do after this yeah. one. Um, yeah, it's called Tanked Up so, After Dark. Lucy, Adam and I gave our quick sort of best bit, almost, from E3. Or at favorite least the thing, thing. sort of enjoyed. Favourite thing. Yeah. What? So uh, I want to start with you. What was your favourite thing from E3? Uh, quite a subdued E3, but I did have a few yeah. picks. I think my favourite thing, it has to be Spider-Man. Cool. It has to be, because that was what I was like the most, oh my God, about. But then I think, oh God, I'm not going to play that game till 2019, because I don't care what Sony <laughs> say. That game is not coming out till 2019. But, um... But yeah, I mean, Spider-Man, I think that's everyone's picks. But other than that, I'd say Wolfenstein mm. and mm. Metroid Samus Returns. Wait, I mean, is that the new Prime one or the new non-Prime one? The non-Prime one. That's on 3DS. Yeah. The 3DS one, Coming yeah. out in September, yeah, really soon. So yeah, I think those are my main picks. I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on it because I'm sure people have heard about E3 ad nauseum. That's okay. You know, that is actually one of, the, the, one of the main yeah. themes of this episode. So, I mean, feel free to put some time. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, let's start from 
EA's conference. No. Um, so, so having seen Spider-Man and being excited about it, was there anything specific that mm. really grabbed you or gave you pause for thought? Pause for thought. Um, it's just what do they have? pincers. I haven't, I haven't played They're stabby pings. What do spiders have? They just have legs. Horrible. Yeah, legs, legs, just legs. Legs. Mm. Legs for thought mm. doesn't make mm. sense. Anyway. So, anyway, um, yeah. I, ju- I haven't played a Spider-Man game since... Was it the PS2 ones? Wait, okay, so... Those look great. I, one of the main yeah. reasons I have my PlayStation 3, which is like OG PS3 in this mm. country, is because I have, a, I have the Spider-Man 2 disc, which is the best Spider-Man yeah. game ever, because the, there was actual, like... Tension on, and by that I mean literal. Like the webs had tension, you had to mm. attach them to things. You couldn't just um, do it like they did in the '60s show, where you, you know, he just obviously was being followed by a helicopter or something because he could just kept <laughs> yeah. shooting his webs in the middle of the dead space between buildings <laughs> and swinging. The when you go yep. back and watch those, those but that's exactly uh, what the last few like Spider-Man so games have funny. started doing. Like. He, <laughs> You don't tether to something specific unless you're in the giant hitbox at a central park. Then maybe they won't let you. Mm. S- like, uh, but if you're in buildings, it's arbitrary, right? And this well, very much seems like they're having and ways of Activision just doesn't want to. Yeah, Activision doesn't want to put in the time or the energy to make all those buildings and the mechanics and the physics. But of you can it, tell so. it's doable because it was done on the PS2. Yeah. But they got lazy, which is why I haven't touched a Spider-Man game since, like, the PS2 ones. I I seem to remember, uh, is it Shattered Dimensions, which is the one where you can play as four different versions of Spider-Man through time? I think that got quite a good reception, but but it still wasn't the Spider-Man game that people wanted. It got good reception because there was a really interesting gameplay. Like, the four different Spider-Men mm. had different worlds, and they had different gameplay uh, mechanics that went with those worlds. Like, there was a stealthier one, et cetera, et cetera. But the, yeah, the actual yeah. web mechanics still weren't there. And, like, Spider-Man's an acrobatic web slinger. And so when you don't, when you have done it before so well, and then you just give up on it, it's really hard to, you know, 10 years later be like... Uh huh. Like the last two movie one-offs were, weren't were really forgettable, even though they didn't really stick mm. to the forgettable mm. movies because there wasn't any. You know, there... is that the one with the guy who looks like Andy Murray and has Andrew Garfield? A name? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. He hates Mondays. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Lucy, apart from seeing Spider-Man on the Sony stage, have you seen mm. much more about it or read any more about it at all? Uh, just from what I've heard, um, from behind closed doors, um, people who got to see the demo, mm. uh, is that there'll be stuff with Peter Parker, so it's not all about Spider-Man. Oh, okay. That's cool. Such, um, so we'll have that kind of dynamic, sort of like what Telltale did with the Batman right. series. So you'll have Bruce Wayne and Batman, this will have Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Um, and... It's the actually TTs, beyond good and uh, evil, too. You can a... take some photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that game's never coming out. But anyway, <laughs> um, the, the feel is that it's going to have quite a few QTEs, but yeah. I don't know why people feared that, because it, it was clearly a big set piece, what we saw mm. in that demo. That's not going to be every single mission, because not even Sony has that much money. So it's obviously like... A, certain so, junctures in the story when there's a big set piece there'll be this QTE but that's not going to be in can, all of the gameplay can I derail us for one second and just ask what your guys' opinion are on quick time events I mean I think big set pieces in, in big you know third person action adventure games you just have these things now it's just part and parcel of the genre mm-hmm. um, you know they can be done well, like I think in the first Tomb Raider reboot, that they were sort of more fewer and far between, further between. Um, but mm-hmm. what do you think of the them in general? Because not especially because like theoretically, you could run through and hit jump, especially in the Spider Man one. I mean, you could it would be a much more challenging bit to try and like aim and shoot your webs, etc. Mm-hmm. And it did seem like. Uh, what, what bothered me about it, he says, answering the question before he lets you guys do, um, is um, 
I hate when the QuickTime event reveals a, a, the use of a power that you don't normally have. Like, I don't think he can shoot giant sort of web nets all over the place to catch a helicopter. Mm. But when he hits the web button while he's in this event, he can do it 50 times in a row to make sure he catches the helicopter. And and it's like, I'd, I really don't like when you you get this access to this magic power in this very linear tunnel vi- video you know, mm. QuickTime event. Yeah, yeah. I, I think just like alcohol, they're good in moderation. You know, it's like as long as you don't have to. <laughs> I deal I'm quizzical like at this moderation and alcohol <laughs> connection. I've never heard it before. Go on, well, that's I'm what intrigued. People say. I mean, it's, it's an urban legend. <laughs> I don't believe it myself. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like just don't overuse it, as you say. Like in Tomb Raider, they used it. You know carefully and sparsely but like in uncharted when every single time you're i don't know almost gonna fall off this cliffside and then you just press a button it's like oh he's miraculously caught on again like we've seen this a hundred times you don't need to do it again but it's like but when i think about it when in telltale games it's all quick time events like action yeah. well, but, that, but that's the but premise of like the game te- right that's the gameplay yeah mechanic. but it's like that but in something like, um, I played the Walking Dead and Michonne one, and they like sort of varied up the combat. So even though it's all quick time events, he's still varying up the combat. And like Tales from the Borderlands, at one point you're having a, I don't want to spoil it, but you're having this kind of fake fight with the people in, mm. you know, the, sure. what's, it, what's the Pandora offices? You've played it then, so I it's have. like, and that... And, and and the last mission when you're in that kind of massive Power Rangers mech. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just like completely, it changes completely it up. Yeah. changes, yeah. Yeah, so I think they're good in moderation. What do yeah, you think, Ben? I'd agree, I'd agree. Um, mm. I, I think we've got to a point where games are getting so cinematic and they want to put these big set pieces to you that they haven't quite figured out how to do that without it just being a series of button prompts. Um, you look at something like Heavy Rain, which was mm. essentially one giant series of cinematic pieces and scenes, and all of that was was quick time events. That the whole yeah. game, right? And it Quite kind of milk. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and it kind of <laughs> works for that because <laughs> you're. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake! What's his what's his other last year? John, John, John. Um, it, it works for kind of like that—that that really narrative sort of um, based kind of scenes. And mm. Heavy Rain being that big cinematic game, they have to use it the whole way through. Um, Uncharted having it maybe every now and again as a big set piece, fine. But then yeah, yeah. Uh, something like Uncharted, when it starts to get used a lot, it does great a little bit. And there, there's definitely other ways, I think. You know, rather than him press circle to, to grab, oh, you yeah. fell off, you're dead. Sorry, mate. No, games can't be difficult. You're yeah. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Rogan, like, straight um, back to the beginning. Sorry, sorry, Nathan. Yeah. You, you've, you've died, you'll have oh, to start Can you again. imagine yeah. Uncharted in, in roguelike mode? Can you imagine any game more than two hours long in oh, yes. like mode? You get so frustrated. Yeah, um, gone, gone guess, the days of what, the, the Genesis, the, the you know the Mega Drive yeah. style two-hour long games. What uh, what you guys have sort of said, I'm going to echo back. But is I think if that's if the game is designed around that kind of mechanic, it works well, or it can work well, or maybe you just kind of need to use that mechanic, uh, like Heavy Rain, mm. where in order to be that cinematic, you just couldn't have as dynamic gameplay. Like that's that, that's the limitation at the time of technology to have the yeah. the narrative of every rain. You could only sort of do a few things, right? But I guess what I what what frustrates me in games like if the Spider-Man game is that dynamic and this is open world and it's really flexible and you can do all these cool different approaches to fights and stuff, then to have like this really cool plot point be a totally different gameplay mechanic that's less than in the sense of in, in the sense of a ways you can approach it right you're now diluting what you can do when it seems like the premise of the game is you could do this in a bunch of different mm. ways 
it frustrates mm, me, and mm. I'd rather see less giant helicopter through the city destroying the right, you know, destroying these bits of the city for the sense of scale to make it seem yep. like it's huge. But it's always going to be these bits of city that I'd rather just have like a helicopter, you know, a regular helicopter battle like you see in like I think in being like Saints Row Three or something, and it still works really well, right? Like you, you can. I don't need the added scale now if it's limiting. If it's changing the way I interact with the game, I'd rather have the story seem smaller, especially when it's not that small. Yeah, it, I suppose it's good as a, as you say, a scale building. So hopefully that scene is, you know, within the first hour or two of Spider-Man, and yeah, like- you kind of maybe get another one that that pulls the scale up a little bit more, say, you know, five or six hours in, and then maybe a third and final big sort of set piece, you know, eight hours in, in sort of a ten-hour game. And the rest of the big points that it wants you to hit are, you know, uh, more traditional do-it-your-way kind of right. boss battles. Yeah, I guess um, it, it, you know, I, it always strikes me as weird when, the when like, the tentpole landmark scenes are against the core gameplay. I guess that's what bothers me about mm. this... <laughs> This trend? Yeah, I see where you're coming from. It doesn't bother me. Like, well, that's because you're too switching nice up person, the gameplay and stuff like that. You need that. to be more judgmental. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I can be. Just bring any Pokemon game into the conversation, <laughs> and I will be. Go well, on. You can, be, you can be judgmental now because I believe beer number two that's is ready. Right. Ah. What was it? The milk stout, the McKellar milk. Yeah, that's right. And so you've had this before, yep. right, Ben? Because you had the McKellar, McKellar milk box. Milk I box. have. I think it was actually the. F- I think it was the first one I drank out of the the box. Oh, you went for the the, the nice uh, heavy stout first with with lactose. Yes, yes. Because I, I think because I knew I was only going to have one beer. Oh, so I you know which yeah. which out of all of them kind of stands Best by alone. itself. Yeah. Well, it's a milk stout. It's going to stand by itself, yeah. isn't it? So I had that one first, uh, which now is. Months ago, yeah, months, weeks, months. Can't be months, can it? Month, yeah, a couple of months. Mold into one, then. Um, and yeah, uh, for those um, listeners who aren't as familiar with milk stouts, they're basically stouts that have lactose in them. The milk is actually in there, and because it's lactose, um, the bacteria, the yeast, doesn't can't break it down. Just doesn't have the ability, which is why it's sort of a stout that leaves this very. Um, sweet taste because that that sweet mm. the, the mm. sugars from the lactose aren't aren't being broken down. Um, it's nice. quite Good quite bubbly, I think, on both of our pores. Mm, yeah. Good two finger brownish head, little bubbles, bit of lacing. <laughs> you did some investigating to find out the title of my first porn. god (laughs) taste right Uh, (laughs) well i can i can (laughs) smell i can smell chocolatey malty coffee i can at least smell it i think you're gonna have to describe a bit more of the taste because i can't quite get the nuance but Mm. i'm getting a little bit of sweetness a little bit like licorice yeah like taste bit bit of licorice I'm tasting. Yeah. As I say, can't really taste the nuance, but yeah, there's. I would say yeah, it's it's, it's um, it's definitely that, that anise seed. It's that sort of core of the licorice mm. taste, rather mm. than the whole. Because uh, I think actually the lick the anise licoricey taste doesn't sit very close to the sweetness, which is why I'm saying it's less like licorice because the sweet mm. in the taste is very far uh, off. Um, the smell has I'm getting a slightly acrid and burnt. Aftertaste? It's only slight. It's not unpleasant. Mm, yeah, I was going to say um, that the taste doesn't have nearly as much of the roastedness that the mm. smell does. The nose is quite roasted. Um, mm. The taste isn't. But you're right. There is this this sort of not quite burnt plastic, but yeah, that acridness, but very light on the finish. Yeah. It also leaves pretty just a little wet. I would say the finish wise. Yeah, not yeah. Not a lot, like just not not, not dry, quite actually. not quite yeah. neutral, just a little wet, which is odd with paired with that sort of slight acrid burnt taste in the end. But it's mm. very very drinkable. It's quite tasty. Um, I I at this point I'm going to say 
I really like the nose more than the taste. Same here, mm. Is that why you've left the bottle sort of just in front of you? So you can continuously have the... Uh, no, the it's because um, I picked a uh, glass that didn't quite fit it with the amount of head that poured, so I needed to wait. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I wish nice. I was that clever to be like, oh, I like the nose, and in that second, leave the thing that had more nose. But no. What was the um, what was the percentage? I didn't catch it. It's six percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So apart from that, that like astringent bitterness on the end, it's it's quite drinkable. It's like mm. I'd say, well, it's just barely medium body for me. I mean, it's quite light for me. Yeah, for for, for nice. a milk stout, yeah, for a stout, it's it's mm. if you're not a fan of stouts and you're like, if you're stout curious. This is a really good stout to to start on out on, especially because it's it's a milk stout, so you do have that sweetness, as well as the sort of standard sort of a little uh, more hearty stout flavor. So yeah, I think it's it's very it's quite drinkable. Yeah. Cool, cool. Let's jump into a little bit more E three. Uh, I, I we'll go round the table as such, um, and I kind of want just. Anything else you want to discuss, uh, whether it's a good point, whether it's a bad point, will be quite quick because we want to get into our subscription um, chat service discussion. Um, so, Adol, first, is there anything that you, you didn't like or anything else that you want to um, put out there that um, you're looking forward to? So, last week we didn't talk about Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit on EA for two things. Um, so, Battlefront 2 looks like it's exactly what I really assumed Battlefront 1 would be. Um, yeah. And so given how much I love Battlefront 2 and the fact that I know other people going to buy it, I might actually day one or like week one purchase it. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think there is a beta pre-order bonus, but that's no longer enough for me, I don't think. You can probably play it. Have you got EA access? Yeah, there'll be the EA access yeah. trial, right? Yeah, yeah, so so what yeah, I think is going to end up happening... Well, so the thing is I'll probably end up trialing it on EA Access on the Xbox and then buying it on the PS4 based on people yeah. I know who play games. Mm-hmm. Not me. What? Games yeah. are for children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played, Lucy. All those baby games. Um, yeah. And do you guys have any thoughts on Star Wars? Um, before I move on to my second uh, EA I, I, thing? I, I'm looking forward to it. I think I would prefer to play that than any of the other big shooters coming out this year. Um, I, I, you know, I'm a massive Star Wars nerd. Um, I want to you really enjoy it, but the... I wouldn't call you massive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to enjoy Battlefront, um, and I, I liked it, but it just didn't hold me. There wasn't enough. It just, it just didn't do as much well, as I thought it. Should so the the other seeing thing, the oh, sorry, I was going to say just, just just seeing you know the 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 gameplay the the trailers for Battlefront Two it definitely looks like it's it's what the last game should have been yeah uh, what I, as you say what, what yeah. I was going to say is my one of my biggest problems with Battlefront One is like the gameplay didn't super grip me I was really disappointed with the vehicle and non space combat because mm. my favorite maps. Uh, um, my favorite maps have been, were the ones where you were like on two capital ships, and you could jump into a Tie Fighter and leave one capital ship, and like you could either shoot the other yeah. ship or you could try and land in their landing bay and then awkwardly fight people. Um, mm. And so, bringing space punk combat back, like in a real way, versus a hey, we're X wings flying like a kilometer above the surface, is is exciting to me. Yeah. But um, my what really disappointed me in like every time I tried to jump back on was the fact that like because of the way um, improvements and unlocks went, you just if you hadn't played it since like the beginning, it was very it felt very Counter Strikey in the like hey I just want to play around oh I'm fucked like I just cannot play this game with stock weapons um, mm. at all mm. like I'm I I recognize I'm not the world's best shooter player let alone on consoles but it really it felt much worse than the other games i was playing first person shooter wise it's just like i can't pl- like i'm just not alive for long enough for this to be fun 
And, and and like even if I'm trying to hit like if I'm close to headshotting someone at a medium range with a medium range gun, I'm not going to do enough damage to kill them, and then they'll just turn around and one shot me. It was how it felt anyway. And it yeah, just, yeah. It felt like yeah, the progression I, I, was I, too. I don't disagree. Yeah, there was too much range, and I've played for a long time, so now I'll, I'll just. I don't have competition with new players because they just literally don't have the ability to kill me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's a fair comment. Um, L- Lucy, something else from E3 that you enjoyed or didn't? Um, you know what? It's been s- such a massive info dump. I've yeah. practically forgotten what was announced. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the indies. Uh, I'm glad that they're coming out. Coma. Coming out mm. in August. Right, yeah. Uh, I loved Gone Home. Mm. Um, Cuphead finally coming out. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who knows at this point. Um, they they did give India. a date for Cuphead, actually, didn't they? Yeah, 29th of September. Yeah, yeah. Which is reasonably yeah, close. And Life is Strange. Uh, S2. I look, even though it's a different dev studio... I still look forward mm. to playing it because, you know, I, I love the uh, original game and just having a nice sort of what, like what Telltale do, just like a, you know, and a, a little thing to, you know, just fill the gap three episodes. Now, can you know? I ask um, what your, so it's only going to be three episodes, I think, mm. instead of, yeah. like, I think it was six on the f- previous one. Is that true? It was five. Five, right. Yeah, it was three five, versus five, but five it seems quite... Um, now, I guess, uh, are you disappointed by that, or do you think that's a good sign? Or? No, I think, I think it's fine, because it's like, those characters have, we've had them in the the original game, well, it is just Chloe, I think Max might make a cameo, I'm not sure, but um, I think Rachel Amber and exploring her and Chloe's relationship, what, you know, whatever they they did prior to spoilers are disappearing not really a spoiler because they, they they mentioned that in the first episode um rachel's disappearance i think they could do some interesting stuff with that because it's kind of an i think we ultimately know what happened to her you know in life by the yeah. time life is strange the, the original series ends but i think up to that exploring their relationship and how she get got entangled in kind of this really dark and you know unpleasant kind of twist in the first game it's, it will be interesting so mm, yeah it's mm, just like the, the build up and the run up to all yeah of that. yeah i just hope it doesn't take too long for all the episodes to come out because by it say if like the last episode comes out and it's like i don't know february when <laughs> like the lights of god of war and red dead are out it's like should have really just yeah, you know, just yeah. plop them all out quicker, shouldn't you? But yeah, you, you, you kind of almost want because they're 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 not they're not short, but they're not. Mm. Yeah, they're not, not long meaty. episodes, so you kind of only want mm. a really short period between each. You know, like if it yeah. was maybe two weeks between each episode, it gives people a nice amount of time to play the first episode when the next till the next one comes out and then another you know two weeks for the yeah. for the final one to come out so actually it releases over a nice sort of month period right yeah it's hard balance be because play. at one point you, like life is strange like and telltale games as well they they react to how the community accepts them so yes. if the community doesn't like one thing or another they'll change it for the next episode and i think it they need a good time to like react and improve it but then again you don't want that massive gap that Telltale are notorious for, but... Yeah. Yeah, but usually I just wait until all these episodes are out anyway, and mm, then play mm. it all. Well, I, I think the majority. A, it's like a three-episode sort of mini-series. Mm. You'd kind of hope that they just, you know, they've just done the whole thing. Yeah, but and then that, you have it like, I don't know, like, what was it, was it Resident Evil Revelations? And they waited a week in between episodes. It's like, just, just put them all out. What's the point? Yeah, yeah, that's What fair. is the point? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It'll be good, hopefully. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, I am going to pick the Devolver Digital Ooh. Conference <laughs> as, an, as a, an absolutely absurd 
highlight of what Devolver Digital uh, are is essentially, you know, all all of these things, all of the conferences are adverts for the you know the, for the publisher, and it was no different for Devolver Digital really. Um, the sort of the on stage acting, the presentation, the way that it was edited and cut in, sort of audience members yeah. and things, the the gore, the ridiculousness was what you kind of expect from the kind of games that Devolver Digital put out and I just thought it was it was sort of on point as almost a reaction to this kind of stymied tired kind of conference setup that um, that we have almost every year so if you haven't watched that I think it was only about 15 maybe 20 yeah, minutes long yeah. it, it only short, yeah. it only highlighted I think three games actually was it free? I only noticed the one. I think it was free. The first one looked really cool, um, but I can't remember the name of it. There was mm. Serious Sam, top-down, oh, yeah. almost Broforce-esque mm. type, a bit more top-down mm. sort of shooter. But the same kind and, of art, yeah. And another one. <laughs> <laughs> I confess I haven't right. seen it, so now I'm going to have to... I've got some homework to do. Yeah. yeah. Definitely take a look, man. It was... It, it, yeah. it, it's enjoyable just for the absurdity really um yeah so yeah i'm yeah, going to quickly open uh will of the wisps or in the blind forest oh, oh that's right will uh, of the i, the I want to play that in 4k right? yeah, yeah it was yeah just forgot about that yeah want to play that in 4k nothing else forget <laughs> well, and, and hdr presumably nice cars and tires and rain yeah hdr 4k yeah will of the wisps Nice. Oh, uh, given that you are a 4K HDR person, um, by happenstance, yeah. Um, yeah. Once, uh, <laughs> well, well, Ben, tell, why don't you tell us about your second beer, um, and then while you're pouring, etc. Lucy can give her exp- uh, just her brief opinions yes. on the Triple X Bone, <laughs> which I realized it's literally oh, nice. capital X B O capital X N E capital X. So it's the most pornographic Xbox ever because it's literally triple X bone. Um, well, that 4K the, the, the is just going to be also, dirty, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The acronym also spells Xbox, doesn't it? So, um, mm. I am going to drink the Elkley Brewery Lotus IPA 5.9%. A modern IPA packed with contemporary hop varieties to keep the flavours fresh and the senses sharp. A new beer for a new day. Well... It's new for me. I've never had it before. Yeah. Um, well, where again, did you get that from? This was from, from the, the, from the his beer for two. His beer for oh, two okay. this month. Yes, this month's box. Um, yeah. I had a few from um, Ilkley. There's uh, another one in the fridge, which is a collaboration beer called... I think the beer's called Bonaparte. I cannot remember mm. who the collaboration is with. Uh, so, yes. I shall yeah, I like, pour I like and try Ilkley this. Beers. Yeah, Ilkley beers are nice. Um, quick, quick on the the X bone triple X bone yeah, yeah. um it's, it's a tough one because I'd love to see what kind of conversion rate it does because PS Pro is I think one in five customers are converting to the PS4 Pro which isn't a bad statistic it's actually more than I thought to be honest. given that it's not mm. yeah, given that the too. only difference especially needs, like you spending a fuck ton of money on a new TV or you happen to have upgraded a TV in the past couple of years mm. and I think Sony's messaging has been a bit mixed on the improvements but what I did like from Xbox is the fact that on their stage they were just like, this is 4K enhanced, this this is 4K, 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 4K. Yeah. All their first party titles, all the launch exclusive, i.e. coming to PlayStation later, but all of those, they were like, these are all 4K, which is... I mean, it's good for the X-Bone, and it's good for the uh, PS4 Pro at the end of the day. Well, um, yeah, but the PS4 I mean, Pro does their slightly fake upscaling majigger. The checkerboard and yeah. stuff or something yeah. like I think the Xbox does that as well apparently for really? some of these games but yeah oh, I didn't know that. which is the whole controversy I ain't going to be able to tell the difference to be honest because <laughs> my eyes are crap but it's like I play all my third party games on um, Xbox Yeah. so yeah. if I can play them at 4k great um, I have no interest in Microsoft's first party lineup yeah. Yeah. That doesn't matter because 
I play all my third party games on Xbox and that's a lot of people that I mean we're in an echo chamber, I don't think people realise that, but a lot of people just have Xbox as their main console and they yeah. love it and it's like I have a four K T V with HDR. Yeah. Um I just got it because my last T V broke and yeah. John Lewis were kind enough to send this one. Yeah, he's a good bloke sometimes like, that John yeah. Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely vocals. Yeah. But um yeah. This week's like, episode yeah, has been I'll sponsored by no one. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'd love a PS Pro. And that's why I'm glad nothing is coming out from Sony this year. Because yeah, I'd really yeah. like for it to get a you know, a decrease in price before considering it just to play like God of War and Spider Man in four K. I almost I almost expected Sony to say that they um mm. They were gonna they were gonna drop the price of the pro um, to counter sort yeah. of like the Scorpio, but I wonder whether that would be a PSX announcement. Yeah, could be. PSX happens around about the same time as. Um, yeah, the, I don't think Xbox it's One worth is, is them being released, I think. dropping their price until the Xbox One X is actually out. And yes. Available. Yeah. Um, I think it's just plus plus. I mean, there'll be Christmas deals and yeah. you know yeah, Black Friday deals by then anyway. So you know. Mm. Um, you mean I've been African-American I've been following Friday. a few. <laughs> Uh, to be uh, politically yeah, correct. The, the yeah. fact that I said that to an African English person makes me so happy, by the way. <laughs> the absurdity. <laughs> um, oh, you were not, you didn't tell us about your beer. I didn't, I didn't. I, I was just going to mention on this point, um, I've seen some people uh, on Twitter posting absolutely ridiculous screenshots from Horizon. Oh. And on on the pro oh, that game the looks 4K HDR. absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, it, yeah, just the level of detail and the lighting, and you know, I mean, uh, uh, some of that comes down to the way that people are using the photo mode. Yeah, so, so, in some that of it game is directorial, well. if you will, yeah. or cinematographer. Yes, yes if you but will. Oh, I mean, just yeah. shit. Some of that looks so <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, yes. I'd love a pro to play the uh, DLC on, but it's got mm. it's got to come down in price. I'm How sorry, I'm not paying four hundred quid. Isn't it like three fifty over here or something? I think so. Yeah, yeah. You see, if Sony had messaged it, messaged it better, if I know that God of War is going to run at four K, mm-hmm. sixty or thirty frames per second, solid, then I'll get it. But they haven't done that for any of their titles. They haven't said definitively this is what's going to happen. Yeah, it's just, it yeah. just says PS Four Pro enhanced on the back of the oh, box. Mm-hmm. It's that word enhanced. People are is no longer a good buzzword. I think. I think it's now become a negative one. Just in the environment we're in, where like going on porn sites, yeah, and just says enhanced. Wait, which <laughs> sites are enhanced? I'm kind of going the wrong ones. <laughs> so Let me tell you about my life. No, no, yeah, this is, <laughs> we're on porn now. Okay. <laughs> no, yes, let's get out of this rabbit hole. Um, yeah, the, is that what you call it? There, Lucy, in your rabbit hole. Hey. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh dear. The Ilkley Brew Lotus. <laughs> Sorry. It's a very nice, very nice IPA. It's got nothing to do with porn. Or that you know of. It's not, it, 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 yeah. It's not rampant <laughs> it in any way whatsoever. It's nice and calm. Wait, wait. It's got a lovely menthol coming all the way through it as well. Very odd. Really? I have menthol. Misery. But there's this kind of, mmm, mmm. That's interesting. You've almost got this kind of not. It's not obviously to the extent that you know mouth washes mentally. But you've just got that kind of almost sort of spearminty sort of flavour mm. right in the background, which is almost enhanced a little bit by the bitterness. Mm. Um, you oh. know, the mint is a little bit bitter, isn't it? So I wonder whether that's sort of pushing each other a little more. That's, that's super interesting. I haven't had that a little bit more in the taste. I mean, I love mint. Um, in general. I hate it. Oh, really? It should only be in toothpaste. I... Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, have some mint with this lamb. It's like, have, no, the lamb's fine. Oh, no. Have you... So, I mean, my time in the Netherlands, like a standard drink is the munt thai, so mint tea, which is basically mm. just boiling water with fresh mint leaves and some sugar in it. It's fucking... It's tasty as all hell. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've never had a mint tea I beer. I see you... Uh, Mm. No, I see no, you no. brandishing the beer. Yes, so your third beer that you have, not minty. No, um, it is um, from um, Brewhive, which is a mail order um, microbrewery. 
So you can't get Bruhav stuff. Okay. You get you just order it in the mail, basically. Mm. Uh, and I I um, stumble upon them on I think Living Social, which is like uh, the latest um, Stack Social's approach to Groupon. Um, yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, and I was and I got to you know it was like try twelve beers for like nine quid plus two quid shipping or something stupid like that. And I was like, good. I'll try them out. Yeah. And so um, the, nice. the, the first one I'm trying here is the um, Pale Brew, which is their English Endeavor IPA. My English Endeavor hops give me grapefruit and lime note, and crystal malt adds caramel flavor. Likes to be served at 11, per, 11 degrees Celsius, uh, has a robust flavor and satisfying bitterness. Tasting notes are a hint of lime, grapefruit, and caramel. Character is medium-bodied, fruity, and well-rounded. It complements chicken, fish, and salads. Okay, so uh, quite a lot of like, and 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 those that last sort of chunk of text was just on the back label. Like, it's not like mm. so. It's it's right by the ABV and the like alcohol warning and stuff. But if you're interested, you'll you'll stumble upon it rather than you know some of the places where it's a nice chunk of text where you're like, oh yeah, here's the backstory. Yeah, yeah, nice. Nice. Whilst you pour, before you taste, uh, we're going to move on to our semi-topic, as with everything sort of has been a little mini-topic this this episode. Um, we're going to be talking about subscription services. I think we'll start with beer subscription services and move into the gaming ones, because we've probably got a little bit more to talk about with the gaming subscription yeah, there's services. there's more variety and more mm-hmm. but, yeah, experience yeah. as well. But back to, back to Adel, how is that beer? Um... It, there is a hint of lime right on the nose. It's quite carbonated. You can see it's about a figure and a half ahead. Um, it's reasonably mm. clear. Um, like as in, you can see my you can see my finger gripping it through the glass. Yeah, um, I do get a hint of the caramel on the nose. It's a little dry. Um, I'm kind of actually disappointed with it's quite dry in the finish. Um, it's not a lot. It's not robust in the sense of like there's some clear flavors going on. I don't know if that's mm. because I just had a milk stout. Maybe maybe that'll change <coughs> later later in the drink. But um, yeah, given how much sort of tasting notey notes complement stuff, I'm actually surprised at how kind of bland it is to be honest it's just a little f- flatter okay. than i was mm. expecting but a lot of that has to do with the fact that you know it, they told me i'd be feeling lime grapefruit blah 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 blah, and i'm not really feeling a lot it's um as ipas go it's it's a little light um and by that i don't mean in alcohol although it is four percent but it just sort of I'm used to maybe I'm just used to super craft IPAs, which are when you read IPA, you're expecting a bit of a punch in the face, and this is yeah, this is very reminiscent of the earlier IPAs I've had in my life, where it's just like here's an IPA, like it's it's got a little bitter, but not that much. You know, there's some hops, but mm. to be honest, it it um it doesn't do a lot differently than the American style style pale ale, the McKellar that I had at the top of the episode, as far as like different flavors going on. Like, I, I could easily say these are the same type, even though one's claiming to be an IPA. That's a bit of a shame. Yeah. Okay. Beer subscription services, then. Let's move on and not dwell on, you know, okay beer. Um, Lucy, I'm going to start with hmm. you. Beer subscription services. They're pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah. What, do you work for 60 I mean, minutes? You just give her what you want to, to say? <laughs> Beer straight to your door. It's great. I mean, I've I've been subscribed to Beer Fifty Two for probably a good three, maybe even four years now. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, I mean, I mean, when you break it down, they all have different tiers. So basically, if you if you pay for twelve months, you obviously get right a cheaper rate, and it works out to uh, probably just over or under three pounds per beer, which for some of the beers that they send, I mean, some of the, if you go into like a boutique bottle shop, you're looking at five pounds upwards yeah, of spending yeah, for them. Yeah. So, so it works out. It's just not everyone has the means to drop three hundred quid down for, you know, 
um, a year subscription or something yeah. that's so frivolous yeah. and perishable as beer when people got rent to pay and stuff like that. But <laughs> <laughs> but like if 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 you're getting it for like one month on, one month off, because some of them allow you to do you know just a month or something. You know, just when you fancy it, all got a bit of spare cash. It's nice. It's a nice surprise. And as I say, beer to your door. It's only yeah. a shame that you have to wait another month after you've drank in the mall in Very, one month. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've tried to, um, <laughs> since I had the Beer 52 box come a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, mm. I've tried to limit the, the amount of us having, knowing that I was gonna, we were going to chat about a couple of them on the episode. Mm. So I kind of, I'd, I've still got another two in the fridge and they will be gone very quickly. But... I mean, with Beer 52, I've gone for the 8-beer um, box, and you can get a 10 yeah. as well. Uh, and that's, uh, the 8 is £24, so it makes them £3 a beer. You get a little magazine with it as well, you get some nuts, some seeds or something. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you, you get a full box worth of stuff. Uh, and I remember, um, you know, right at the start of Tanked Up, uh, Alex and I were getting um, Honest Brew right, yeah. box sent mm. through to us. And we, you know, we really liked that. And I think that was nine beers in a box. I had no idea how much that was. Uh, but the the thing with Honest Brew was you kind of went through this nice process of tailoring it yeah, to what you wanted. They're yeah, curation-based yeah, a little bit more. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, you know, I just want IPAs or I want any kind of beer. I just want European beers. I want yeah. full-bodied Beers, you know, it, it, you could really get into some detail with with yeah. picking what you wanted, and they would I, I, then. I appreciate that, but I think mm. the whole, you know, point of discovering new beers is like having flavors and styles that you're not used to. Like, I don't like sour beers. I don't like lambics or oh, stuff like that. I've had but, some but sometimes they send one. It's like this life. is mind blown. It's great, you know. So Completely, it's like. I mean, I mm. still, I, I can still remember one of the first beers we had from the Honest Brew box. Mm. I think it was the first one we had, which was the Partisan Brewing Lemongrass Saison. And that was absolutely yeah. fantastic. And I, I think at the time, because I, I was just starting drinking, or I'd only been drinking sort of craft beers for maybe sort of six months when we started recording the episodes. Right. Um, that that was maybe one of the first Saison I, I'd had. And it yeah. just absolutely blew me away, I think, which is why it stayed with me so much. Mm. Uh, but, you know, that is, as you say, Lucy, that's why you want to have one of these subscription services yeah. rather than going and fumbling in the bottle shop and maybe not really knowing so, what you're looking for to sort of have a nice selection of beers sent to you. Yeah. I, will, uh, it is really good. I will say this about um, Honest Brew is they you, – you had ability of saying, I like this type of taste – Versus this type mm. of beer. And then you okay. also had the mm. ability of, of being like, this one's, you literally say, next shipment, fuck it, I don't ignore my tastes. Which I really like the idea. Yes. So you could mm. get like, you could be like, I'm really into this type of taste normally, but this, uh, and so you'd get that sort of more personal curation. But then it was like, nah, I don't really give a shit, yeah. give me what you got. And then you'd, 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 you'd <laughs> do exactly what Lucy, you were saying you really like is this idea of like, not being trapped in your box and 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 being introduced to new flavors by virtue of them curating for you, uh, you know, just what's yeah. good, right? Rather than what what I think might be good because I'm what I'm used to. Mm. Nice, nice. Uh, I'm, I'm conscious of time, so I feel we should jump into game subscription services because, fucking hell. <laughs> There's so much to talk about. Well, we won't talk about everything <laughs> um, to do with game subscription services. Can we start with Lucy telling uh, your experience of the latest game subscription service, which is Xbox N- Now? That's not what it's called. That's just me saying PlayStation Now. Xbox Games. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm the best at this. Yeah. Xbox Games Pass. Xbox Games Yeah. Pass. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the latest Yeah, I went one. into it um, a few weeks ago. Um, mm. So listen to a previous episode. I think it was about two or... Three episodes yeah, I think ago, it, where I... Well, we had a good... Co- no, I think it was just the one with me and... Yeah, it's when Ben was off things um, went that we talked a little track. bit about it. That's right. I, yeah. I thought you might yeah. be, able, be able to sort of kick us off with your, like... Now you've had time to reflect yeah. your, your, like, top... Like, your pros and cons out of, of that specific one. Mm. Um, I think it's a very attractive offer for people who haven't been in the Xbox ecosystem for a long time, i.e. they haven't 
bought so many games or there haven't been a Games with Gold member. And they just want, you know, a good set of games for that, that aren't on sale and that are still like 40, 50 quid um, on the store. And they just want, you know, a good library to like dig into. It's, I think it's like £8 a month or $10 a month. Um, That's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's bad like, at yeah, all. It's not bad Between value half for money. and two-thirds of, of Xbox Gold Live. Gold Live, Live, Live Gold. Do you need, do you need Live to mm. have this as well? No, you don't. Okay. So, say if you just bought, I don't know, little Timmy, an Xbox, his first Xbox, he didn't want to buy him all these games like Card and yeah. FIFA or whatever the hell Timmy wants. Fucking Timmy. You just, just pay. I don't know, Timmy's so selfish, he wants so many games, but just buy him the, uh, what, eight pound, what's eight pound, what's 12 times eight, what's that, 96? Yes. Time for the year. <laughs> well done. <laughs> That was pretty no, good. Yeah, actually. I, I, I was like, I was gonna, I was gonna fluff yeah, that one up. But I yeah. was just like, oh man, I could actually. Like, oh, this is something. I can maybe no, I don't know if I can answer mm. it. And so I'm like, can I answer it? You had already answered it. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's that's not bad yeah. at all because I yeah, that's I two, definitely that's two spend games. more than that's that. Two full price games. Yeah. In fact, less. But so, so I will. So, uh, I will have to point out, and um, those. Uh, of you who heard our our um, episode a few weeks ago, you'll you'll just be hearing uh, repeat this. One of the weirdest things about this service is that if it's one of those online only games, you get access. There's like three or four titles which are like there's no single player or there's like no one buys it for single player, but the multiplayer is still locked behind live. Mm. Right, but I I think our conclusion that a couple of weeks ago was basically like there's only a few that are like that, and they're like tent pole titles, and it's probably much more to do with hey we can say our service has this ten point ti- tent pole title, yeah, but we can possibly just stop being live only just based on the nature of live. Um, It'd be interesting to know whether it's people who already have live and are already part of the Xbox sort of uh yeah. ecosystem you know they don't just own the console they're they're very much into sort of you know xbox as a brand and they have live and stuff uh, who are the people that are going to get something like this uh, yeah. and, and play sort of the older games that maybe they missed and and ones they want to revisit and stuff like that and i mean i'm probably gonna get i use my free trial but i'm probably gonna get it again at one point in the future because i think every month they're gonna put a about five games in. That's take nice. Take one That's or nice. two out and stuff like that. Yeah. So, ah, it, it, so yeah. good, especially if there's a quiet month for game releases. It's nice mm. to know that it's sort of it, that it's there. Um, mm. I, I was going to uh, bring up the um, humble monthly. Mm. Yeah, I was going to bring that up as well. Yeah, um, which I know you 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 subscribe to at all. Right. I have previously, but have I stopped mm. it when? Um, when Evelyn was born. understandable, yeah. uh, but it's, it's it's those kids. Yeah, I know, bloody kids. It was it's really good value, absolutely. Yeah, um, for the amount of games that you get, and normally you get one or two games which aren't that far off from their release. So they're you know it, it's not all sort of six month old games, twelve month old games. Yeah, you get a couple in there which are you know relatively newer releases, or maybe at least one yeah. which is a, a and new you get- release. And you get the random indie game that isn't out yes. on like Steam or something like and that. I was so. and I was going to sort of compare it to the beer subscription services. It's a good way to experience games which you may never have heard of from yeah. studios you just don't know about. It's a, it's a good way to discover uh, new games and new game makers as well. Yeah, my biggest problem in the first like six to six months to a year of that. Uh, being a humble monthly subscriber is the fact that um, I kept getting games I had bought recently because um, mm. they do a really yeah. good job of curating like the indie games with buzz and really critical reviews tend to come in at some point. And it's like, oh, like like Party Hard was was a few months ago or, or last yeah. month, I think. Yeah. And we talked about that a f- Four months ago, three months ago, Ben played oh, it. Month, yeah, months yeah. ago I played that. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, uh, I happened to be mm. like, ah, oh, I'll pick that up because Ben was really enjoyed it. And then I, <laughs> I literally have never installed it. And then I got another version <laughs> copy of the code, and I was like, and now you have it. 
twice. Yeah. One of the things I do like is they do give you the codes. So, like, um, obviously, we've talked a little bit about um, G2A and the other, like, gray market code places. Mm-hmm. But I, I use Steam Giveaways, which is a, um, like, basically, you get a certain amount of coins and you can enter into giveaways. And then if you the more you give away the higher level the more coins you have before they regenerate or whatever and so a lot of the games I have I just pay them forward. That's that's and yeah. that's and I've I've won two or three games off of it. Um, and it's ba- you can it's based off your Steam wish list, so you can like filter all the games people are giving away to just the game, games people are giving away on your wish list. But hilariously, that's I've nice. noticed in the past few months that uh, my wish list. Um, I keep seeing, wow, there's like nine people giving away this game on my wish list. And then, of course, I look back, and that's how I realized that the Humble Bundle has uh, released because it's like, oh, I was interested in No Time to Explain Remastered because um, <laughs> I never got to play the first one. And sure enough, I was I could enter like 20 uh, um, giveaways. It's, oh, it's because I have a copy of it because it's it's one of the games yeah. no one wants to have on the Humble Bundle. And it's like, oh, shit. But you, you, you know, that's a no. decent game, though. It's hard, but yeah. yeah but I think decent. it's a weird ecosystem yeah. of like key giveaways in Humble mm. Bundle now because, like, even mm. if you aren't mm. a Humble Bundle um, subscriber, if it's out on the Humble Bundle, there's like there's a big chunk of copies that people are like. Well, I'm just going to pay it forward, and so you can, you know, on Steam giveaways, you'd be like, yeah, mm. let me roll the dice on this. Anyway. Nice, nice. Uh, Adol, do you have any uh, sort of quick? Thoughts on uh, on subscription services in general, or, or one specifically? Um, I'm. I think I've said. I'll echo myself and say I, I'm all for the idea in general. I'm. I'm a little afraid of like the fact that we have EA access. Um, and I don't mm-hmm. want Ubisoft access because you know, like Origin and Uplay. And I don't want to have to every major publisher pay them like five, six quid a month for the privilege of playing their games. Because I can't afford to play, pay seventy five quid, and I also don't need to pay play their games, some of their games right off the bat. I think sure, one of the things sure. that really was a nice thing about the Xbox One was that it was you had stuff from almost all of the developers, and so it really felt like mm. they were not they were like jumping ahead of that and saying, "Here's a subscription service, and you'll get access to some highlighted games, some smaller games, but it really seemed like that." Medium triple A area, you'll never really have to buy into if you just subscribe to this. Is sort of what the the vibe I got, which is great. Um, I still don't know what Nintendo's doing, and I want to. Yeah, yeah, very much. Uh, it would be interesting to see how that sort of opens up a little bit more, and the the you know the information that we actually get from them. I know that they've recently come out with sort of prices and things like that, and you know, mm. confirmed a little bit more about the the games and stuff. Um, that you're going to sort of be getting monthly and how that kind of all yeah. works. I don't have the info to, have to be able to actually explain. Once it's out, given that Luce and I both have a Switch and are both interested in the potential behind that, I think we'll probably yeah. up, it might help shed some light in the second part of this conversation. But right now, I think it's just good that there's yeah. some variety. Um, but yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, Lucy, you had one beer. Mm. How was it? Yeah, it was my favourite. <laughs> today. <laughs> you were going to say that yeah, but I was taking I a step it's... and almost take despite <laughs> the like yeah the setup go on <laughs> yeah um I like the way it balances that sweetness at the start and got that bitterness at the end um it's quite light it's very drinkable um mm. it's a it's a nice milk stout it, I don't know I mean I like my stouts like bit heavier a bit more comforting etc etc but as you said ben earlier if you're not really used to stouts and you want to jump in on point i think this is probably a good place to start good good uh adel would you echo those sentiments I, I, and is it your favorite i, I, of the I three? would i would say um the um mckellar american style style pale ale was interesting there just wasn't enough depth going on I think par- partially mm. because just it was you know it's not a f- it's not a full beer. Uh, the milk stout yeah. I think yeah. is a really good example of a milk stout. You get the the nose gives you a lot of the hints of of what a stout could be, but the the, the lactose in the milk really sort of tempers that off. And so if you're newer to stouts, this is a great place to start. 
Uh, it's all, Good. but it's also just a really tasty stout in general. I mean, I echo yeah. um, Lucy's sentiment mm. of usually like a stouter stout, but I think um, the this it's still there. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna say the milk stout too, despite not just having the milk stout. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. Um, I'm gonna go with the Ilkley Brewery Lotus because it gave me more beer. Essentially, it, it, it's an IPA. You do have this sort of menthol-y kind of flavour going on in the background, which is a little bit odd. It's it's not the best mm. flavour to to pair up with a with an IPA, uh, but the the pink grapefruit from Fierce and Beer Fifty Two was just a little too fruit juicy, energy drinky. Mm. It, it just wasn't enough beer for me. Gotcha. So the the Ilkley sort of picks it this week and it's a nice IPA definitely one to uh, to, to taste if you want something slightly different from your from your IPA so cool good if you guys enjoy subscription services if you've got a beer subscription service and you want to tell us about it you can do so in lots of different ways we're on twitter at tanked up underscore cast you can email us tankedupcast at gmail.com you can go on our facebook page and tell us about it you can go onto our youtube page and look at one of the uh, you know previous episodes as Adam said earlier that we've posted <laughs> Months and months ago, make a comment about yeah. an episode if, today, if you, actually, if you if will. If you think that's a good side of what we do, let us know so that we do have the ability to keep it up, but you know, we just don't, because we don't think anyone's paying attention. We just don't, because of time. Exactly. Uh, uh, Lucy, <laughs> if people want to tell you about their milk stouts, how do they do so? Uh, just follow me on Twitter, beerresistible underscore. Nice. Adam, uh, how do people tell you about their milk stouts? At the Omniarch, T-H-E-O-M-N-I-A-R-C-H, on all of the things, Twitter, Steam, blah, blah, blah. Add me on another thing. If it, if there's uh, the Omniarch, it's, chances are it's me, unless it's Twitch. Nice. Uh, and I am at Nova underscore 47. You can tell me why milk stouts are the best drink for babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that totally caught me off guard. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, I was going to say also, <laughs> did we mention Untapped? Uh, we, we've been a little more active on Untapped, so add us, tanked up. Yeah. Underscore cast. And I'm yeah. just yeah. juicy loose. Untapped again? Yes. Yeah. I think it's I think it's tanked up yeah. cast. Cool. Anyway, yeah. And yeah, Lucy, you're juicy loose, aren't you? On yeah. Untapped. Nice. Nice. Good. So for another week, we have been tanked up. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Ciao. Mm. It's a shame you're in nice, a rush, otherwise nice. I would have loved having a standoff of, of how long bye would take. Yeah, I'm thinking. I can see across the space, go? she's like, oh shit, Ben's gotta go, I guess I should say bye. Anyway. At recording level 80%. I don't like the buzz, I want it gone! This is 80% with low gain. Low gain now with minoxidil.